the Baha'i faith, good deeds, nice people, and a history of being persecuted, abused, and insulted, let's face it, not everybody appreciates the teachings of the Baha'i faith. The Baha'i faith encourages racial unity and interracial harmony, so racists don't like it. The Baha'i faith upholds the equality of women, so sexists don't like it. The Baha'i faith proclaims the harmony of science and religion, so the superstitious don't like it. And because the Baha'i faith teaches that tolerance and love are the very foundations of a healthy community, extremist fanatics don't like it. So, if you're a racist, sexist, superstitious fanatic, chances are you won't like the Baha'is at all. But if you have an open mind and a kind heart, hey, call us. You sound like a Baha'i already. For more information on the Baha'i faith, simply look in the phone book under Baha'i, B-A-H-A apostrophe I. Burl Bearer. I've known a few writers who were rogues and vagabonds. And I'm Roger Moore. I didn't supply the microphone. Ah, live from the gleaming, streamlined, state-of-the-art studios of OutlawRadioLive.com. Nestled in our secret bunker somewhere in the Los Angeles area, following program is produced with a lackadaisical attitude by the brilliant and talented Magic Matt Allen. I am the legendary Burl Bear, the man right there, fact-checker Mark C.G. Boyer. And on the phone, our man in Pakistan, Mian Mosin Zia. Say, why you got Mian back? Of course we have Mian back. We took a vote and we decided that we're going to make Mian Mosin Zia our official man in Pakistan. (laughs) Add that to his list of credits. How you doing, Mian? You there? Here you are. First of all, Thank you for having me back on True Crime Uncensored. For those of you who have heard me before, I thank you for giving me the player again. Those of you I haven't spoken to before, I thank you for giving giving me the privilege to do that. Yes, I love your accent. <laughs> if I could bottle it and sell it in America, I'd be rich. People in America love Pakistani accents. Isn't that strange? Maybe it's not strange, but they love you already just because of your accent. Get it made. Well, thank you so well, thank you so very much. But uh, none of the Hollywood actors or American actors uh, found that accent to be a bit different from American accent. They've yeah. always enjoyed talking to me. Yes, well, they should because it's fun, and plus, you say basically intelligent things, which is rare for the this side of the program. Um, last time we were together, whether people heard it or not, uh, we were talking about the uh, the attitude that one must have to achieve some degree of success. You remind me of uh, quite a bit of of myself when I was younger, and I was younger once, and uh, Matt Allen also. Uh, Mark, I don't know. (laughs) But that is, as Orson Welles, the great film uh, director, said, when you're young, you think you are invincible, that you can just do it. And you go for it, and you do it, and it works. And the older you get, the more you realize, gee, that was kind of dangerous, and you tend to uh, get more conservative, more uh, fearful of uh, trying all that stuff. And Wells said he always tried to keep that same attitude of youthful exuberance and confidence, and it certainly seems to have worked for you in your career so Agreed. far. Agreed. Well, the bottom line is that attempt fearlessly, accomplish masterfully. History is being read, but... It is also being written by people with VN. With VN, people prosper. Without VN, people perish. Above average habits lead to above average results. And uh, adding to what I've just said, adding to what you have said, there's always another side of the horizon. And in that aspect, as you grow older, when you look back, you laugh at times thinking that what you thought you wanted. <laughs> yes, that's quite true. There's, uh, was it Truman Capote's book, Answered Prayers? More tears are shed over answered prayers than unanswered prayers. So be, ca- <laughs> be careful what you ask for. You're liable to get it. Such as... Yeah, <laughs> now, there's no time in history prior to you, and you'll always probably be in some Pakistani cultural... Uh, history book, long after you've uh, evaporated, uh, no one, uh, no Pakistani author has achieved the degree of international recognition, awards, 
praise uh, and fun <laughs> that you've had, I bet someone else could have done it, but they didn't. How did you manage to do it? Uh, well, uh, I'm just thankful to all my dear love uh, for being so kind uh, to me. And uh, I just say that uh, it's uh, about your vision. Uh, I strongly believe that uh, there are far, far, far better, far, far, far superior authors than I am. But uh, I'm really blessed to have achieved all this. Uh, uh, as you just mentioned, I'm the only one uh, in the history of Pakistan, as mentioned on the national television of the country as well, as well as uh, uh, and mentioned on other shows as well. Uh, other TV channels as well as on international platforms as well, uh, who has been even endorsed by Hollywood actors, endorsed by actors from British, British film industry, and several other achievements to my credit, alhamdulillah. The thing is that uh, it's all about your dedication to what you want to do and what you want to achieve in life. To all the listeners around the world, I would just like to say that you need. To, we have always heard growing up throughout our lives about show, showing up about uh, have some character, show some character. But what character actually is? Character is to continue doing what you have said I'm going to do, not only when the day is good or when the mood is good, but even when the days, uh, the days are not good, even when the mood is not good enough. But you continue to do what you have said I'm going to do it, I'm going to achieve it. And that's what character is all about and um, it's in, in, in and who would have thought like 10 years back when i wrote my first book 10 to 12 years back uh, when i wrote my very first book that someone from pakistan would go on to uh, write uh, five books one of them will be translated into russian language and gets endorsed by hollywood stars like big names like uh, uh, folks riley uh, yeah, Forbes Riley. Joanna Cassidy's cute too. I know her. <laughs> yeah, Joanna. Cassidy I got. I got to ask you a question. How did? Sure. Okay, for those who don't know jo Joanna Cassidy, she is a Golden Globe winning actress. She's also a total yeah. sweetheart. A uh, good friend yeah. of uh, Leonard Lee Bouchel, who's we've had on the show several times, the former drug smuggler, uh, acquaintance of mine. And she says, in the video that she made for you, she says, you are the king of marketing and you proved it by the fact that you got her to do this video. How did you get her to do that video? How did you, how did you get Joanna Cassidy to cut a special video talking about how wonderful you are? Well, it is not about that you get these people to do these videos for you. It is actually your work. Like, for example, you and I have known each other for last uh, 10 odd years, but we always have mutual respect for each other's work. And uh, when we talk about each other's work, we have genuine admiration for each other. So it actually comes out from the heart because we know that the quality of work we are producing and the quality of work we are determined to do. Similarly, uh, I'm really thankful to all the American actors who have supported me, who have read my work, who have reviewed my work, uh, be it in the form of my books, be it my marketing expertise, be it my speaking ability, or be it my uh, uh, any other expertise. The thing is that they read the book, they loved it, and that's what they have spoken about. And even Forbes Riley went on to kiss the book cover. That yes, that's that. So when you get Forbes Riley to kiss your book cover, you've got a long way, kid. That's <laughs> pretty darn good. Well, Forbes actually loved the book so much that she even, on the in her video review, she even went on to kiss the uh, book cover. So I think that leaves nothing more to say. <laughs> yes, and when it comes to Joanna, the book we're talking about, by the way, is Mian's latest, uh, most recent uh, publication. Uh, doing quite well internationally. It's called Missing, and it's a different kind of book than your previous ones. Well, let me preface that a little bit. Your previous books are all a little bit different, but they're all very much relationship-based. Uh, and uh, the only American uh, English word I can think of is quirky. They're not predictable. There's always some twist, twist yeah. of character, twists of the story, the unexpected... I mean, like you come to expect the unexpected of reading your books. You know, there's, they come off. I know you got a strong female uh, base of fans worldwide. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and women like, you know, they like all that romance stuff. And uh, you deliver great quirky romances, but there's always something under the surface of your romance stories that's just a little bit strange in a human way, uh, emotionally. Agreed. Something Agreed. people don't expect. Yeah. Is this planned? You said I go, oh, I'm going to mess with them this time. <laughs> well, well the thing is, well, the thing is that uh, when uh, you, you you have read all my five books so far, yeah. and I'm thankful to you for uh, for reading and reviewing all my books so far, and you've enjoyed them as well. The thing is that uh, you must have come across the fact that my books, in my books, there are different layers. There, there is a there are sub there are different subplots within the main plot. And uh, I actually devise a package. Nowadays, people are more inclined to buy a package. I write fiction, but I write meaningful fiction that not only entertains, but also enlightens. And uh, which actually gives you food for thought plus entertainment. And that's why I set new trends worldwide in writing and marketing as well. Like in my books, you don't just get uh, uh, words. You actually get to have that visual demonstration of the protagonist about whom you are reading in the book, just like a movie kind of a feel. And even Hollywood actress, singer, musician, and philanthropist John Mack, she, when read, when she read Missing, in her video review, she has particularly mentioned that it gives a movie kind of a feel. Yes. That there's a representation of all the characters. Plus, in my books, like in movies, you have background score or you have custom songs. Similarly, in my books, you have custom poetry tailor-made to the situation. So, uh, all these things uh, really excite readers and give them an absolutely different kind of an experience when they read books written by Mia as compared to books written by other authors. Having said that, all these things are the peripherals. The core is the story itself. The core the, is, is the book itself. If the story is not good enough, if the if the plot is not good enough, if the characters are not believable, nothing else would work then. So these things are the peripherals which actually complement the, the, the storyline itself. And having said that, my books always have a reality-based effect. The characters are so real and so believable that you can easily easily relate to them and you can you, you even tend to believe that maybe this is an absolutely a, 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 tr a true story or, or a true crime or, or, or stuff like that. And I have tried different genres. If you have seen my career so far in the last five books that I've written, I have written uh, uh, Christian romance. I have written I have, I have written about women rights. I have written about uh, uh, teacher-student relationship. I have written about um, uh, in missing. Missing is absolutely a different kind of a uh, different yeah, so kind of a story. Well, whole, it's a diversion for you. It's a, a different. I was very eager to read it, and of course, I'm glad I did, um, knowing that I'm going to expect what I don't expect in reading it. And uh, once yeah. again, you delivered perfectly. Uh, it does have those many layers, and it does say inspired by a, a real life relationship. So, yeah, agreed. So I assume that the, the, there is enough fact-based things in here that, yes. that it's not non-fiction, but it's inspired by actual events. Yes, because in Missing, Missing is based upon a real-life relationship. And uh, I write books based upon real people, real places, and true events. So that's what makes it so believable and so real, and it gives a reality-based effect. So all my books... Uh, from my very first book, The Strange Loyalist, then moving on to Once, then Victim of Shame, then Wrinkles, and now Missing, all these books somehow, somewhere have that reality-based effect, which actually touches the hearts of the readers, and which readers actually uh, love, appreciate, admire, and praise. So that's what makes, uh, makes me uh, uh, connect with my readers. And yeah. having said that, my next international project will be a true crime. It oh, will really? be a, it, it, has, it has nothing to do with fiction. It will be, it's gonna be a true crime. Uh, and it's gonna be a true crime which, which will be based uh, upon, uh, which is actually true to the facts, like 100% uh, uh, as it happened. So that's gonna be a, a new, uh, a new genre. For genre. It. That I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, work. I'm gonna go with.
Now, when it comes to true crime or, or even in, in fiction, especially if you're writing about, you guys know some very important topics. Uh, I was fascinated with your book, oh, where the the fellow is a strong advocate of women's rights, and he hates women. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that was just. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> but, that was victim of shame. That was victim of shame. That was my third book. Yeah. Did you do a lot of research on on that? Yes, obviously, uh, when you have to uh, write something at international level, uh, you have to put in your heart and soul. So research is always a part of the uh, of the project. And yes, I had to do a research. I actually, at that point of time, I still remember uh, there is a local newspaper over here in Pakistan, uh, a very uh, well-renowned newspaper. I went to the uh, uh, went to its office. And uh, there was a guy who actually made me uh, 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 visit the office. Uh, and when I actually uh, wrote down the book, when I actually mentioned uh, the look and feel of the office that I was working in, uh, in the book, the mm -hmm. character uh, that I represented on the cover of the book, I actually took the description of the actual office uh, which I actually visited. Mm -hmm. So uh, there are things that you take from real life and uh, you do research as well, you meet people, you, you visit different places at, as well. It only depends uh, what's the requirement of the script, what's the requirement of the storyline is. Yeah, it's a, I think you're probably inspirational, not only to uh, anybody who has anything they want to do in life. I mean, I'm sure you're a great motivational speaker. <laughs> you know, if they have those kind of seminars there in Pakistan. Uh, yeah, I have been to all the leading universities of the country, like uh, Punjab University, LAMS, Comsat, uh, UCP, Foreman Christian College, uh, which is no, which is a very well-renowned uh, university as well in Pakistan. So I have been to all these leading universities of the country, and I have been a guest speaker at all these universities. I have lectured students uh, on marketing uh, and branding. Yeah, you've. Uh you did a great job, I think, of uh, what I've always admired in myself <laughs> is you've managed to become famous for being famous. You are famous to people who've never read one of your books in their entire life. Um, and that's a great well, trick. The reason, the, re the reason behind it is that, obviously, there are people who still connect with me because they have seen the quality of work I have produced. They might not be my target market, but they still get to know about me. They still get to hear about me. Like from uh, through this show, uh, for instance, there are several people who would be listening ac uh, across the United States of America. And uh, the things that I have accomplished, the things, the way I work, and uh, the things that I have produced so far, that might inspire them that, that they get to know about me. Maybe they are not into reading but still they would get to know about me that okay there's a guy and he does this kind of a work and that's what matters to me that people get to know about me yes that that's that you do become famous for being famous and after a while it doesn't matter how you became famous it's just that you are then you become a celebrity and then you got to worry about being a celebrity because that can be dangerous <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is the thing is girl that there are I, I'm a multitasker. I have different things to do. Like, I'm not just an author. I'm also a speaker. So some people know me because of my speaking ability. I'm also a publishing and marketing specialist. So there are some people who know me because of my publishing expertise or my marketing expertise. Similarly, I'm also a spokesmodel. So I have been a brand ambassador for American fitness brand Spin Gym, owned and created by American superstar Forbes Riley. So there are different things, several things that I, I do. And that's why some people know me as an author, some know me as a marketer, and so on and so forth. So the thing is that actually diversifies my portfolio, and not only my portfolio, but it also uh, increases uh, my reach. And uh, new people, I get to know more and more people, and new people get, uh, get uh, attached with me. So yes. that's how the circle actually becomes bigger and bigger. Well, and you know, it actually helps me eventually at the end of the day. Yeah. I was noticing that when we get a uh, a report uh, on this show, not on the show, but to the show, on where our uh, listenership is. And about 69% is United States. And the rest is diversified throughout the world. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Pakistan shows up <laughs> as a country that listens, that listens to this program. Uh, 
It's not a huge percentage of our total listening audience, but it's consistent and growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. Australia uh, is a, a big one followed by the UK. I think Australia is bigger than the UK, but it, it kind of mm-hmm. fluctuates. But uh, we do have a worldwide audience, which I appreciate greatly. And maybe some people will listen who don't even understand English, but they just like the sound of our voices. I don't know. But we're all becoming famous for being famous, including Mark C.G. Boyer, our famous fact checker. Who's having a delightful lunch right now, by the way. I thought I would mention that to you. What time is it there in Pakistan? About uh, 2.20 in the morning? Yeah, 2.21 in the morning. Like. Oh, boy, we're keeping you up late tonight. Uh, for those who aren't familiar... It's a pleasure to be with you on <laughs> Two Crime Uncensored. Well, let's get to a little bit uncensored about this book, Missing. Uh, yeah. For those of people who don't know the, the setup of the story, uh, you, you go ahead and tell them. You give them the hooks. Why, why are they going to love this one? Before I get into uh, Missing, I would like to, first of all, uh, mention uh, two people. Yeah. Uh, specifically... Uh, the legendary Burl Bearer. Oh, of course. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, Deborah Knott from Australia. Uh, both these people were actually the part of my proofing and editing team uh, in Missing. Uh, Deborah Knott from Australia uh, headed the team as the lead uh, as the lead uh, in the proofing and editing department. And uh, Mr. Burl Bearer, he or uh, was uh, uh, was a mentor. Uh, when we were working on the proofing and editing of the book. So I wanted to uh, specifically highlight that uh, my team made me work exceptionally hard, but uh, they also worked equally hard. So I really appreciate that uh, the success of Missing, uh, specifically when it comes to the editing and proofreading uh, side of the book, uh, I really, really, really would like to give the credit to my proofreader, editor Deborah Knott, <laughs> as well as the legendary Burl Bearer, um, because of uh, because of two reasons that uh, Deb De- and I we gelled so well together uh, when we were working on this project, and I have never had such an experience while working on a b- b- book before. There were lots of hiccups, delays, and unforeseen happenings that impeded progress. Uh, finally, I took every scene and every chapter as a victory and didn't think about missing in totality. That helped me to complete it. And without this team, missing would never have been possible. My team members backed me, understood me, and were patient through the delays. I thank them from the bottom of my heart for their support and ongoing backing. And uh, now coming to the book itself, I can just say that uh, missing is for the masses as well as for the classes. Its uh, suspense will keep you intrigued from the very first page to the very last. Two individuals find themselves as uninvited guests in Pakistan, having to prove their identities despite being missing. Mm. The first one goes missing, then the second one goes missing while trying to prove that the first one is missing. Uh, It's a complete entertainer, a mystery, (laughs) and full of suspense. It's a book that will hook you and keep your interest right to the end. It's about an extraordinary relation of ordinary people that you will relate to. The story is inspired by actual events and is so real that you will have no doubt that something like this could happen to you. I just as soon so, so as it I, didn't because it was kind of dangerous in some parts. I, I don't know how, how well I'd hold up in the Pakistani desert, you know. <laughs> Well, that's the hook. That's the hook, and it has been presented in a very stylized way, in a very artistic way. It has lots of things. It has food for thought, and there are some. some there, are, like what else I can say? When American superstar, the most uh, uh, like and um, entrepreneur uh, uh, woman who has who has really shifted the trend, uh, who is a benchmark for women in the United States of America, Forbes Riley herself. Then the Golden Globe Award-winning Hollywood ve- veteran Hollywood actress Joanna Cassidy, legendary Burl Bearer. No, that's uh, impressive, uh, right? Uh, and then uh, John Mack, the Hollywood actress, musician, <laughs> philanthropist. When all these big names have actually read and reviewed and given five stars review and praised the book, I think that leaves nothing more to say. Well, that's what what the audience needs to to. Uh to hear, whether you want to say it or not, is the hook of the book. I mean, here we go. I mean, you guys say, what, what is this about? He said, oh, it's an exciting story. 
what makes it exciting? You got a guy, an American citizen, right? Of, yeah. of, of Pakistani birth or whatever. Fitness yeah. trainer. The, the, fitness trainer in Los Angeles. So he's a yeah, great. He's a, the, the, the male protagonist of the book, Zia, also known as Z, is a, a Pakistani born American national. The book has a patriotic feel as well. And uh, he actually uh, uh, is a fitness trainer in Los Angeles. But the book starts in the third desert in Pakistan, where he finds himself uh, and wh what actually happened that uh, brought him to third desert, in the heat of the desert, uh, wounded uh, and um, like bandaged. So from there onwards, the story goes back to United States of America. From there, it moves on to Moscow, Russia. <coughs> then it goes to Dubai. And actually, it comes back to Pakistan. So it's a mystery suspense. But it is based upon a real-life relationship. Okay, let's talk a little bit about this real-life relationship because I've had one like this, although I've never met the person. Yeah, it's about relationship over the Internet. And I'm pretty much sure that Burl or anyone else like Tom, Dick, or Harry or, uh, or, Mark the, or the, Sarah, <laughs> the Sarah next door or any other person <laughs> listening to the show around the world, he or she would have come across someone over the Internet with whom you would have... Uh, you would have be friends uh, once in your life at least. So it's, it's, it's a kind of a relationship that actually Z gets into with Lena Bolikova, who is the female protagonist of the book. And uh, the kind of relationship they get into and uh, then Lena goes missing and what actually drives Z to go and find Lena. All these things actually are so well interconnected that if I try to explain one thing, it would actually reveal the suspense. So I don't want to get into those details because the kind of relation they share with each other and how they get uh, into that relationship and what makes Z go and find Lena, all these things are so well interconnected that when you read it, you will automatically would like to read more and more and more. And that's why I have said that <coughs> the storyline is so well written down, it has been written so well that it's a book that will hook you and keep your interest right to the end. It does do that. So, so <laughs> I got to yeah, admit. And it, and, 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 and it actually does. So I would just say that do read Missing. It's, it's available in paperback and Kindle edition on Amazon. I'm sure you will be entertained and at the same time enlightened by this meaningful, meaningful book that's based upon a real-life relationship. Now, I got a question for you. In the, in the book, sure. Missing, there's a variety of different characters of different lifestyles, different countries, and you include, and I was really happy to see this, by the way, you included in the story uh, some people from what we call, euphemistically, high-risk lifestyles. Yeah. Uh, people of high-risk lifestyles who are often looked down upon by other members yeah. of society. And yet yeah. they are, in, in my personal experience, both uh, as an author and as a human being, in one of my true crime investigations, had it not been for these women of high-risk lifestyle, the murderer wouldn't have been caught. It was because people were willing to turn to them and say, we need your help. You are the people who can help solve this crime. You are the people who can catch the killer. Because we're too removed from this world that, you know, he's killing people such as you, and you can help us yeah. catch him. Quite often, and one person said, oh, we don't care. As long as he's killing those people, it's okay. <laughs> no, it's not okay. It's not okay. Actually, actually, right is wrong, and wrong is right. It's all in your mind. I think that sums it up. So it's about the requirement of the script. Uh, that's why we, uh, I had that uh, diversified culture. I, I showed, I demonstrated that diversified culture of people from different backgrounds, different mindsets, different professions different ethnicity because it was the requirement of the script you have already read the book and you have actually uh, loved it so i'm sure that when people will read it they will actually come across different characters from different backgrounds and very colorful characters and oh, yeah. they will be actually entertained so entertainment is the most important thing that you get out of the book plus you also get enlightened so it's, it's a complete package, and those who have read my books, those who know the kind of, the brand of books I write, they would know ex exactly what I'm saying, what I'm talking about, and what they should expect from Mia's brand of books, as well as from Missing itself. 
if you have read my other other books like once or wrinkles you would definitely understand where i'm coming from and what i'm actually offering to my readers now when you sat down to write miss it's a very complex book a layer yeah. upon layer which i really love about it because i like doing yeah. it myself i like multi-layered multi-level books yeah. that are easy to read and yet challenging in terms of thought now did you do you outline your book some authors outline you know every chapter outline the entire book or do you just have it all in your head and go from there i i actually don't outline uh, uh my books like chapter by chapter i actually work on the plot itself first of all and i have it in my head and i'm very clear about my vision what i need what i want and what i want to deliver because uh, people read books why because they want food for thought so that's why my books have uh, are, uh, have multiple layers there are plot there are subplots within the main plot and that's what readers like readers uh, want to read something that actually engages them and they get to learn something and they actually get something out of it they don't want to read a book what they actually what they already know they want to read something so they can enhance their vision they can enhance their intellectuality and they can enhance their wisdom and they come across something new so if you cannot deliver something new you don't have the right to be in the in, in this industry or any other industry because that's what marketing is all about even if you are a musician you are an actor you are an author whoever you are if you cannot come across if you cannot come up with something new every now and then you you don't stand a chance and you don't deserve to stay you should leave and that's what i focus on my my main objective is that what's new what's new i can offer to my readers and 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 over here the title of the book missing was itself one of the most common titles you must have come across when it comes to books or movies or tv series right. or, 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 or 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 anything else but the most important thing the most important thing is that the title missing was the most preferred and most suited title for this book because it actually has a very 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 unique and a very fresh and a very new take on the concept missing like the first person goes missing then the second goes missing trying to prove that the first one is missing who's on so first the, the, the first person was uh, <coughs> lena who's on second and uh, on when lena goes missing uh, uh z comes out to find her but then z goes missing trying to prove that lena is missing so 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 it's a very fresh very unique take on miss on on this concept missing and that's what made me uh work on the project write the book and obviously it has patriotic feel as well the listeners all across the united states of america the listeners all across the world including pakistan when they will read about the male protagonist zia also known as z and i chose the name zia because it's it's based on my father's name uh, and uh, uh i decided to uh, have the name zia for the main protagonist of the book he's also known as z in the book <coughs> and he's a pakistani born american national and there are so great dialogues so good dialogues in the book so great moments so uh, some great moments some great scenes in the book which actually arouses that patriotic feeling be uh, be it an american or be it a pakistani you're going to love it you're going to simply love it yeah i remember i was watching a uh movie about uh, when they put the Japanese in the internment camps here in America during World War II and they uh, they're interviewing uh, this fellow interrogating him more 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 specifically they say who do you hope wins the war Japan or the United States and the guy looks at him and he says when your parents fight you don't want either of them to win you just want there to be peace in the family which yeah. i thought was a great answer because you don't pick sides you know in a situation like that and uh and, and 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 the message the book gives is that the only way we survive is together not apart in order to have any life matter we all have to matter yes and uh respect you know people say respect is something you got to earn i disagree with that i think everyone is entitled to respect at the very beginning and if they lose it they're responsible for that but you start off respecting them No. No, I don't but I respect is always earned. It's never granted. I always granted. So I just proved you wrong. 
Well, that would make, that would make you the thoroughly imaginary Burl Bear. Uh, yes, I am the imaginary Burl Bear, a figment of your imagination. That's correct. I'm the Burl Bear. I've never seen me you to in be. the same room uh, with, with yourself. Well, uh, we all, well all, all three of us can have a slight difference of opinion, but the bottom line, line would remain the same, that respect is earned or, you may say, granted, but it, is, it should not be demanded. So the bottom line is that either respect is earned or granted, it shall not be demanded. That rhymes. Well, I think the whole, this whole subject is demanding. Oh, and it demands our response. <laughs> oh, times are tough all over. So meanwhile, you're busy promoting missing, as you do relentlessly, like a man on a mission. Meanwhile, in the back of your mind, you're already plotting your next book. Am I correct? Yeah. Dare yes, I absolutely. dare I even ask what the what you're going to inflict upon an unwitting world next? Well, my next international project, inshallah, God willing, it is expected to be Oath. Uh, it's a true story. It's it's true crime, uh, uh, and uh, it will be actually mentioning uh, some of the politicians, uh, some of the. Uh, uh, the, the judicial system of the country. It will be mentioning and highlighting the judges, the lawyers, uh, how the law and uh, how how politics and law works. So it's 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 a true crime, and uh, most importantly, the best part about it is that uh, it's hundred percent factual, as it happened. So it's one one family's fight against crime and corruption. And uh, it's going to be a, a book that will definitely uh, provide lots of insights, and not only insights, but it will actually uh, demonstrate and give a very clean and a clear picture of uh, the situation of law and order, as well as politics. So, so, it's, so it, it will be definitely... Now, are you going to get in trouble? Are you going to get in trouble when this book come out, comes out? Are you going to... Make some politicians mad at you or some people mad at you for telling this true story? I mean, we've had that happen well, here in the true crime world where you tell a true story and some people don't like to hear the truth. <laughs> well, the thing is that, well, the thing is that those who know me, they also know very well that Mia only speaks the truth and he only speaks uh, from his heart and he has that daring to speak the truth. And when you are talking, uh, when, you are, when, when you are speaking truth and it is based upon facts, figures, documents, evidences, then I think so it leaves nothing more to say, to mm -hmm. even, uh, uh, nothing more to say, and nobody can say even a single word even if they don't want to hear the truth because it's based upon evidence, facts, documentation, and lots of other things. Well, that's helpful. I always worry a bit in the true crime world, which, of course, I write a lot in, along with my brilliant writing partner, Frank C. Gerardo, Jr., uh, that people uh, will get an opinion in their mind of how things are, and you can present all manner of facts and data and evidence, and with some people, the more evidence you present, the more they cling to falsehood. Like they got some, like their soul's going to rot if they, you know, change their mind or something. Uh, I don't quite understand that. My motto is the secret of always being correct is to be willing to be corrected. You know, bring me the facts, bring me the truth, bring yes. me the evidence. And that's why, and that's why, and that's why I actually got into this true crime book, and uh, because it's, I, as I said, it's hundred uh, percent based upon facts as it happened. Mostly, even in true crimes across the world, what happens is that the author has to spice up things, has to fine tune a few things in the book. To, 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 fit, to fit the loopholes. And, uh, but over here, why this book actually attracts and appeals that it is so real that you cannot even imagine and believe that our real life can be so, so, so thrilling that in real life you can go through so many twists and turns. In, in real life, you, can, uh, you, you, would, you would encounter uh, so many betrayals. So that's what actually makes this makes me write this book, and definitely it's gonna mention, as I said before, it's gonna mention 
some of the politicians of the country, the, 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 the judicial system of the country, some of the judges, some of the lawyers, uh, some of the politicians. And as it happened, even some of the government uh, uh, institutes, government organizations, how they operate, how they function, how they work, and it's going to definitely uh, unmask the frailties, uh, the loopholes uh, in the society. And it's going to be a great book. And uh, as I said, because it's backed by true events, 100% genuine facts, uh, and evidence in the form of documents and lots of other stuff. So I think that uh, it's going to be a book that uh, will excite lots of people around the world and people will be willing to know the truth, actually, even if they don't want to. Yeah, that's the trick. Uh, a lot of people are too impressed to know the truth. I'm perfectly comfortable with my delusions. Do not interrupt. <laughs> I've been working on that. I have the delusion that I'm a world-famous, internationally acclaimed crime author. Wow. Yeah, how about that? I uh, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, so do I sometimes, but then I look at the awards and I go, boy, were these people gullible. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you win any, he will, any, he any rectangular green pieces of paper go with it? Oh, like money? Yeah. Uh, for me or for me? Well, <laughs> man, he's, he, he's good, but what about you? Well, uh, every once in a while I bum 20 bucks off of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so everyone out there listening, please, please. Send, send money to please, Bears. Please, you know, go fund him. <laughs> Don't go fund him. Just buy one of his books, please. Buy more than one. Uh, I'll tell you a true crime thing that Mark and I were talking about today on the way to work, me in. I don't know how it is in Pakistan, but here in America, uh, my daughter wound up in the hospital. Uh, mm -hmm. Someone called an ambulance. The ambulance came and got my, my daughter and... Drove her away. Well, obviously, I'd like to know where the ambulance took my daughter, right? Because <laughs> she's missing now. And uh, I call uh, the ambulance people. And I go, well, what did you do with my daughter? <laughs> the one you picked up yesterday about 1130? You go, can't tell you. Won't mm -hmm. tell me. Because that's confidential medical information. And they don't know that the guy called on the phone that I'm, I could be a stalker, I could be a serial killer, I could be mm. any number of things. Yeah. There's no way to prove that I'm her father on the yeah. phone. So I have no idea. It took me a day, you know, 24 hours, to, and thanks to Frank Gerardo Jr. for knowing the tricks of the trade and how to find out mm -hmm. that stuff. Uh, I was able to actually find where, what hospital my daughter was in. Mm -hmm. uh, now... I bet most people, even, I don't know about in Pakistan, but the U.K. and the United States, but you have someone taken away by ambulance, you figure you're going to know where to, how, to, how to find them again. But no, not here. They take you away in an ambulance, and whew, you could go into another dimension, and we'd never know. You could go missing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, there's no way of, of, you know, I was clueless. I called 911. I go, where'd you take her? Can't tell you. Call the fire department. Well, can't tell you. I'd put a written request for uh, blah, blah, blah. Take uh, God knows how many days. Mark knows more about this stuff than I do, how long it takes. But <clears throat> it takes longer than the person will be in the hospital. Yes. By the time you find out, they've, they've uh, out of the hospital, buried, they have five kids. <laughs> no, no. Uh, four and with one on the way. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. So that's a weird thing that the ambulance can take you away and then you, no one can find you. I mean, they can eventually. Yes. But that, I, I never yes, strange, thought of that. Strange, strange, things, strange things can happen anywhere, but I would like to just mention over here that Pakistan is a great country, and uh, it has great people, and I would definitely suggest to you and Mark, Mark as well, and to the listeners as well, that uh, it's, life is great uh, in Pakistan exactly the way you live in States or UK or Australia or any part of the world. So uh, uh, these things can happen anywhere, anytime. So it's not confined to a particular country or a particular region, but uh, Pakistan itself is a great country. It's a great nation with great people. And um, as an example, I can just say that you know at least Mia. <laughs> so, yeah, I know so, at least so, one so, person so. there is okay. Uh, what I was fascinated, yeah. you know, a lot of people in America tend to think that America... Uh, as one of the course, most technologically advanced nations on earth, along with you know, Europe, UK, whatever, Australia. But people don't often realize that Pakistan, I did my research here, 
is one of the most technologically advanced countries on earth. And the yeah. internet and penetration in that country yeah. is far, far beyond yeah. England, all the rest of the UK, the United States. Yeah. I mean, it's so technologically savvy and so advanced in Pakistan that it would blow, yeah. blow people's minds to realize that. And not only this thing, there are great sites. It's great for sightseeing. It, it's great for tourism. Uh, the country has some exceptional locations, some exceptional, mind-blowing, uh, like, uh, uh, areas that are great for tourism, that are great for sightseeing. So there are so many things that Pakistan, the Pakistani food is something that uh, you would love, Pakistani culture, uh, Pakistani traditional clothes. So it's, 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 uh, uh, overall, it's, it's a complete package. And uh, it's, it's a great country, and uh, it's a great nation with great people. I bet the food's good. Is it kind of like... Yeah, is indeed. It, is it like Indian food at all? Yeah, Indian food, India is our neighbor, so lots of things, there are lots of things that resemble uh, when it comes to, like, uh, like uh, you can say, like, food as well. So in terms of food, there are several things that do resemble uh, when it comes to food between Pakistan and India. But Pakistani uh, food, Pakistani cuisine, is has its own taste, its own speciality. Diff- it, it, it has some great dishes. Yeah, I bet there are some high, pretty hot dishes in Pakistan. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Here's my if, you, if you insist. I do. Okay. Uh, Mark C.G. Boyer. Yes, sir. Uh, do you have any deep-rooted personal questions you want to throw at, uh, I guess, me and most of you? Yes, uh, I, I wanted to know what the meaning of life is. Oh, about about the book. <laughs> yes, about uh, anything. About anything. <laughs> me and could probably tell you what the purpose of life is to get carry forward and never advance and a progressing civilization and to, to hit the post. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, life is just about life is just about getting better day, uh, day in day out and uh, try to face the challenges uh, you only lose when you quit and uh, that is a great message that you're going to get in my upcoming book Oath as well so it's all about showing up uh, Aristotle once said that you become what you repeatedly do and uh, Michelangelo said that uh, I, I'm not. Uh, I, I don't. Bo- I'm not bothered that uh, you fail, but I will be really bothered if you stop trying. So you should keep trying, and you should have a never uh, uh, like uh, you. Ha- you should have a, a, a never given uh, attitude. Never give up. And I think that's what life is all about. We all uh, go, uh, go through challenges in our lives. All of us. Uh, and uh, we are bound to go through those challenges. But I think that how we deal with those challenges, our attitude, our mindset, that actually defines us. And that's what we remember at the end of our lives, that how we actually uh, faced those challenges. Yeah, that's no, uh, the fact right that how that. we did. But how we faced it, that's what matters the most. Now, see, when I, when I was growing up, I had a goal. I wanted to be a child star. Well, I'm 73 years old. I have not achieved being a child star yet, but I'm not giving up on my dream. <laughs> yes, but you, you throw you throw temper tantrums like a child. Yes, they're I excellent. Do. Yeah, I can kick my feet and cry. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, the, uh, uh, missing is a prime yeah. example of uh, what you were saying. Uh, yeah, it exemplifies the you know the the keep going and never quitting. This book took yeah. you 10 years to get to publish. Yeah, what what was going on in those ten years? Yeah, what were some of the major challenges you ran into that you had to overcome? Well, actually, uh, Mark, uh, as I said before, that uh, I never had this kind of an experience while working on uh, on a book. Uh, I've never had such an experience while working on a big book before. There were lots of hiccups, delays, and unforeseen happenings that impeded progress. Uh, I even lost my father. Uh, my father passed away. Finally, I took every scene and every chapter as a victory and didn't think about missing in totality. That helped me to complete it. And this is a great example. This is a great benchmark for the listeners as well who are actually working on writing a book or who actually uh, get distracted every now and then 
and who actually go, go, go through a phase where they couldn't continue working on that book or couldn't continue writing. Um, so, so just don't take it as a whole book. What I actually did, I actually, uh, uh, I actually broke, broke down uh, in, in, in terms of scenes, in terms of chapters, and I, so, so I just focused on that particular scene, that particular chapter, and I took every scene as a victory. And then, as and then every chapter as a victory, and that's how I actually managed to complete the book itself. Uh, otherwise, uh, I wouldn't have been able to. So uh, the, the 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 phase I went through in my life and the hiccups and delays that that really actually impeded the progress of the book. And uh, above all, the idea of this project first struck my mind somewhere in 2010. So let me tell you, it was in 2010 when uh, this idea struck my mind. And uh, I actually started, uh, this book was actually uh, scheduled to release somewhere in 2017. But as I said, there were lots of hiccups, delays, and unforeseen happenings. But finally, I'm very much satisfied, very much happy, as they say, uh, all is well that ends well. So it was destined to release in 2020. And uh, with this kind of uh, response, uh, where even uh, uh, the big names uh, from Hollywood, American actors, even WWE superstars such as Kurt Angle, uh, Ali, uh, they actually uh, did video shout out for Missing. So that actually, I think, leaves nothing more to say about the quality of the product and how happy and satisfied and content I am with the outcome of the book and the progress of the book, alhamdulillah. And the uh, that the method that you mentioned is uh, applicable elsewhere in the world. Uh, in my profession of software uh, engineering, um, you uh, you take each uh, piece of the application mm -hmm. and work it, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. you move on to the next piece. And yeah. the the pro the process is essentially constant failure yeah. until you're done. So the only success you have is when it's finished. But you, yes. keep, you, you, you never give up. You keep pushing. You keep going, yes. okay, this isn't working. What is it? How do you fix it? What alternatives do I mm -hmm. have? And you keep going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, what, and that's what one needs to do. You need to focus on the process, not on the result. If the process is right, results will come automatically. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, our process server tells us <laughs> we're out of time, baby, 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 we're out of time. Motion, the book is missing. Check by it out. me and Mosin Zia. Thanks Bye for from Pakistan. Thank you so much, Bian. Always a Thanks pleasure so having you on the show. Same here. Thank you so much. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Now go back to sleep. <laughs> yes, three in the morning is time. Hey, yeah. Carol. What? What's next? Magic Matt Allen and the Demons of Decadence, live from the Light of Lounge on Allen Radio Live. Time.